November 23rd, 2022, and this is Rare Encounter, encounter number 123, playing double forte in the key of C, or as I like to call it, Big Naturals, I'm Abel Kirby. And patching 10-year-old mods for 20-year-old games, I'm Cold Acid. And I'm just here for the Mick Gangbang, so I'm Carolyn Blaney. <laughs> we have a very special edition of Rare Encounter where we are all in uh, Cold Acid's kitchen. <laughs> yeah, opening beers. Oh, I'm, not. I'm opening. I'm opening my. You know the thing. The thing. Oh, the Haritos. Everyone does jazz hands with that. <laughs> I know, it's awesome. So it's not just me then. I'll have, I, I do that at home when I'm listening to Rare Encounter. Oh, just like this, all the time. Ooh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Strawberry today. Haritas, yes. It, it looks very strong. I just want to tell tell everybody who's listening how how red this is. It's very strawberry-y. It is. <laughs> Unfortunately, it might be the last one. <gasps> mm. The last one? Yeah, like the last ever? one. Mm -hmm. uh, well, maybe not ever, okay. but uh, the burrito today might have been the last one, really. Whoa. Hey, get right up on that, Matt Cold Acid. Oh, oh, baby. <laughs> Put that right towards your mouth and get right up on that. We have the one... Uh, how long do we take to set up? It was like five minutes or something yeah, like that. Unload a so, studio in so a box. So fast, so quick. <laughs> so we got... Uh, we're, kind of, it's a, like a well-oiled machine. There's this plugin that I used to use for um, audio when I was just scrolling around with things. And it was a settings randomizer. It was a plugin where oh, it no. would send out random-valued CC commands on, any, on random channels and random notes and stuff. And it would basically, you could pipe it into some plugin, and it would pick random values for every single setting. <laughs> and so uh, that's a way of rolling the dice and seeing what God is giving you to work with today. And that's basically what we've done here. We've rolled the dice, so we're going to see what, what we're allowed to do on this uh, with this setup. We don't really know if the, well, the settings long, are going to work. Well, as long as we don't burn the house down, I mean... <laughs> that's always a plus. Yeah. Always. Carolyn, I see you're drinking something. What are you drinking? I am drinking a harp lager... And there is a harp on it. Uh, it's five percent alcohol. Um, we're in Canada, so it's so we've got uh, both English and French. Uh, brewed in Ireland, and what does it say on the Brasse uh, Ireland? Ar Ar Ireland, Ireland, I R L A N D E. Irlande. 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 Mm. Well, no, that would be that would be Italian. Uh, not French. <laughs> oh, I, you know what? It, I I didn't use the the hand signals. Ireland. 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 Oh, uh, we're and Abel Kirby has has a, a a beer that I'm excited for him to drink. Yes, of course. Is. This is a Rush Canadian Golden Ale. It's uh, it has the Naked Man from um, I think it was Hemispheres, or is that Twenty One Twelve? I think it's it was 20, it's, it's the Naked Man where you can see his butt crack. That Rush album, if that's your favorite Rush album, this is the beer for you. It's, yes. a, it's kind of golden can with a pentagram on it. It's great. <laughs> and on the top, it's got a script script on it. And it says, it says... Oh, yeah. What's it say? It says, books are for tourists? Yeah. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, that's fun. I'm so glad you guys are hyped because <laughs> that, mean, that means when I start ranting, it's going to be like... Even more of a whip, whiplash. Oh yeah, yeah. Because goddammit, they took away my burrito size. I need to hear about this. Okay, so they told you about this. Why? Why? Yeah. What was their reasoning? Like the the brand just decided that as of yesterday, they're 
doing like all new menu branding and they've gotten, they've cut out different uh, types of, a few different types of the meats, but they're also getting rid of the small ones, the little size, which are the ones that I go for because I mean, you get you get one of their bigs, and that's like enough food for an entire day for one person. So I go yeah. for I go for the small ones because yeah. I also have like you know breakfast and lunch. Yeah, right? yeah. So I will be I will be registering my uh, my complaints uh, quite verifiously on Twitter because they have a Twitter account. They are not on the Fediverse yet. Oh. Yes. Oh. The, they're also, they've also changed like how, how the people working at the stores are supposed to assemble the burritos. And it, it is, it used to be a well-oiled machine. Like mm -hmm. the way the burrito would go from you placing your order to getting everything into it and wrapped up and put on the, put on the cooking surface and then wrap back up. And now it's got to like zigzag back and forth. And that's no good for, that's no good for them. That. You get like three customers in the store and suddenly like you've got people walking over each other trying to go back and forth to do like the new way that they're doing things. So your burrito could become structurally unsound. Yes. Yes, it could. That is no good. Uh, no. I have. Do you, do you put do, do you get tomatoes on your burrito? The pico? Yeah. You do. OK. Yeah. Pico. No, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but if you get, you know, sauce and tomato, uh, like there's nothing wrong with well, tomatoes. That's, that's, why, that's, that's one of the reasons why I say I just want a little bit of salsa. Little bit of salsa. But yeah. that, the thing is, if you get tomato and salsa, or is it tomato and salsa or just salsa? Uh, like there's no big chunks of tomato okay, in the good. salsa, unlike okay. in the okay. Pico de Gallo. Oh, OK. All right. I, I just, I never get tomato in anything. Like, I like getting sauces and stuff, but if I get if I get tomatoes in, like, burritos or shawarmas or any of that stuff, then you're going to uh, realize a structurally unsound. Yeah, okay, wrap. so so here here's here's something that I've done. Like, I gotta have my tomatoes. I, I've actually, like, gone into a grocery mm -hmm. store, yeah. bought a tomato like a person would do an apple, mm -hmm. and after paying for it, just eat it on my way out. Just like, <laughs> like an apple. I, I, I am, I am, I am big on tomatoes. Nice. Oh, like, is it, um, uh, you know, gar uh, beef steak? What's your jam? What, what, what kind of tomatoes do you like? The cherry tomatoes? The... I have not met a tomato I did not like. <laughs> I love them all. Big, small, chunky. Roma. This is the, the mark of a true tomato lover. He loves tomatoes of all sizes. <laughs> uh, yeah, like that, like the true breast lover uh, from uh, from one of those I can't what it was. Which, yeah, but you remember. <laughs> I remember that yeah. one. Hold on, wasn't it? One the it was that one where it's like all these weirdos working in a bookstore. <laughs> um, I don't know. I thought it was the same guy who did um, like Dojin work and oh god, he did like the uh, that Fate Stay Night one, <laughs> making fun of the Jam It In one. Jam It In could be. We'll have we'll have to do some research on this, but 
So you're Who going knows to if we'll actually research it? So you're going to be protesting for yes, this I, stuff. I'm going right? to be I'm going to be getting like a little virtual placard, <laughs> and I'm going to be like marching up and down in front of their Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back the little burrito! <laughs> oh geez, I'm I'm sorry, little burrito. Come back, little burrito. <laughs> burrito oh, chan. <laughs> Well, we got some uh, stories to get to here. We got a couple of things to talk about. We got a real rare encounter show to do. It's not just all fun and games. There's a lot of work involved with this product that we Apparently. put out. <laughs> Apparently. Um, so there's all these notes. There's all these notes. I Those are the print notes. Print notes. I also have my notes. You know, we got, um, I got, we didn't get to our, uh, to our last show. Unfortunately, the, we had an incident that prevented us from, uh, from doing that. Yeah, it's called, it's called, it's called cold acid having a sore throat so sore that he literally could not speak without being in like stupid amounts of pain. Now, I was always thinking it'd be funny if you got a cold and acid reflux at the same time. And then you'd be cold acid. <laughs> Quite <laughs> cold literally. And acid. And oh, no. <laughs> But no, that's uh, that's uh, we'll have to leave that joke for another time. I was in El Paso, Texas, uh, um, yeah. ready to do a remote show, and did you, did you run into a real big hassle? <laughs> no, I did run into an earthquake. Yeah, but that's not the same as trying to rob a man's castle. <laughs> no. We did, um, no, I was down in El Paso, and I had uh, some good Mexican food, uh, including some kind of intestine soup, which I forget the name of. It intestine was, soup? Yeah, it was something. The fuck? Yeah, it was some Mexican thing. Okay. And it was very good, actually. The earthquake came uh, that afternoon, and we had uh, and a you lost your, and then, then you, and then you lost your intestine soup. And then I lost that intestine soup. For a while, it was double intestine soup, right? Because it was intestines inside intestines. And then it became just single intestine soup because it was just intestines on the, <laughs> on the sidewalk. <laughs> no. Um, no, I felt the shaking, man. This is the biggest uh, earthquake that happened in, like they say, Western Texas since something like the 90s, according to the guy on the news. I haven't been to El Paso. Uh, I've only been to New uh, Mexico a few times, and I've never been to El Paso before. So this was uh, my my first time in that area. And uh, I, can't, I can't speak to how often it gets earthquakes or how bad this was. But it was uh, not the worst one I've ever been in, but it wasn't. Uh, you you know what else you should have done while you were in El Paso? What's that? You should have had old El Paso uh, taco <laughs> kit. Having your old El Paso and old El Paso. Yeah. I, the thing about hey, the, hey the tacos down there. <laughs> I, went, I went to Lowe's to get some food. Yeah. Yeah. It, Wait, it, hold on. Yeah. Lowe's. That's what the, I said. The, 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 the uh, renovation store. So we get went your up. your bathroom renovated and your groceries on. <laughs> We were up in, uh, took a ride up to New Mexico, and then there was a little town there that had a grocery store called Lowe's, and apparently it had been around longer than the lumberyard. Oh. And it was an awesome little store. It had a great selection of all kinds of stuff. It had... And the lumber wasn't bad either. <laughs> the lumber wasn't bad either. <laughs> it, had a, it had a whole tortilla factory inside. They just had tortillas that they were making. Uh, like right like, there in front of you. It, they had like a quarter of the store. It wasn't like a, a service counter where they're taking it out of a bag and giving it to you. It was like they're actually producing them like there in front of you and they're selling them there. They're packing them up and you can buy them by the bag or you can buy them fresh. Was there a conveyor belt? So this was like a bakery, but for tortillas. <laughs> it was like a bakery conveyor belt. Uh, I don't think... So the things I've seen they cook the tortillas on are like these big round stones. Mm -hmm. 
and I think they spin around if I remember right. So it's like a big chunk of stone on a turntable. Uh, and then they put the tortilla on and it kind of spins around. <laughs> like cooks. The tortilla, the cool. tortillas, if, if it was like an old Disney cartoon, they'd all be singing, you spin me right round. <laughs> no, I don't, I'm not sure they would sing that, but it would be, uh, it would definitely be a, t uh, a hoot. <laughs> yeah. Singing tortillas. tortillas, it sure would. So, that was the the main report there. I just wanted to shout out to Lowe's. It was an excellent place to get uh, some burritos and uh, the great selection of beers and other stuff too. Um, but I wanted to. I was I was on a plane, obviously, mm -hmm. and yeah. while I was on the plane, I was also reading um, this article about celebratory gunfire hitting passenger planes. <laughs> well, that, that's a great thing to read while you're in the air, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, this was for a passenger flight in Beirut, which actually got shot um, by what they say was celebratory gunfire, and it like made a hole inside it no one got hurt but it was on its approach for landing and just a bullet goes through and it blasted a a big chunk out of the uh, cabin there and it looked pretty brutal man but so they want it the the local politicians are saying well you know uh celebratory gunfire is a common practice in lebanon and uh Celebratory shots are fired to mark special events like weddings and funerals and the release of school and university exam results. So so what you're telling what you're telling me is Lebanon is the Mexico of the Middle East. Uh, that might be it. I don't, maybe they have a Lowe's. Maybe, maybe, maybe the Lebanese wear sombreros. <laughs> maybe. But that was my uh, that was my first story. I see. I actually have a copy for the first time in my life. A copy of Cold Acids Notes. Yeah. yeah before before great. I've turned them into what actually gets published on the site. Yeah. Um, That's cool. I'm looking at this. I think we have some uh, donations. Do we have some donations? We do indeed through? have some donations. Looks like right. it. I see yeah. that. Yeah. Well, uh, they were both from last week. So they should have been for they should have been for the show for last week if we had a show last week, but they're going to be for today's show. So there's they were for episode 123. And while it's episode 123 today instead of seven days ago. So first of all, we got 333 USD from none other than Cotton Gin with his nice. usual monthly donation. Making noise, moving around. <laughs> We also got, and making him our executive producer, because Bitcoin is still in the toilet, even if uh, even if we were getting big boosts to read out for this episode. And that was Bayern Giant sent in four fifty six USD, four dollars fifty six cents. Nice, cool. Well, thanks, Baron Giant. Uh, thanks, Cotton Gin, and Baron Giant, of course, is the uh, now a frequent uh, producer of the show. He is That's very yeah. cool. Uh, if you want to find out more about Rare Encounter, which is the show you're listening to now, you can go to rareencounter.net. We record live on Wednesdays every uh, uh, at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. And on the No Agenda stream, we're usually on. We're actually not on there right now because... Uh, it's broken again. It's, well, it's uh, this Canadian internet is not serving us very well. So we're only on the Rare Encounter stream uh, for now, but next week we'll be back to the normal situation. The... Website, rareencounter.net, has links to all of our uh, donation mechanisms, including nudepodcastapps.com, uh, where you can send us boostergrams usually, but not today. Uh, oh, wait, no, we might have it today. We'll check. Yeah, uh, you said you said it was just about synced, right? Uh, I said it was just about synced and the page didn't load. So we'll find uh, out at the end of the show. I'll try one more time. 
But the uh, the normal uh, way you can listen to the show is through your podcasting 2.0 podcast app yeah your nude podcasting app <laughs> your new podcasting app you can also find our older episodes and uh link to the chat on that website you can troll along and uh tell me that you don't like how the audio sounds on the stream that's mainly what people are using for uh using it for this episode but <laughs> Uh, well, they, they've, they've, they've complained they've complained about the uh, the audio for our show before but uh, not the quality of it mm. just that just that we were talking you know uh, yeah so you got some stuff cold what do you got oh well i meant i mentioned earlier that uh that i was making that i was patching 10 year old mods for 20 year old games well really it's a 16 year old game uh, oblivion was released in 2006 i see so it needs a quinceanera and a haritos no it ne- there are a couple there are a couple <laughs> I don't know what that means. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm just, I'm just blowing past that because I too don't know. What that meant. It's a, it's a celebration when a young lady turns sixteen in Mexico. Okay, is she legal then? Is that how it goes? Uh, is, there, is there celebratory gunfire? That's all I really there need to know. It's Mexico, gunfire. of course. There's celebratory gunfire. Yeah, and, and they, and they always get the passenger planes. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. So there, there are these. There's a couple of uh, pretty good mods uh, for Oblivion. There's, I mean, there are even new mods regularly getting released. Remember, a few weeks ago, I was talking about the mod for ordering Domino's pizza <laughs> yes. in game. It's yes. a good one. Yeah, See, that's cool. But there's this one. It's called Better Cities, which, which like adds a lot of. Uh, extra NPCs into the cities, makes the cities bigger, so that way it's like, it actually feels like you're in like a video game city instead of like a village pretending to be a city because there's actually, you know, more than six people around at any given time, right? And there's this other mod that was using resources from it that uh, was also really good because it made it that you could actually like sail ships up the main river in the game, because as it was originally as it was originally done, the the terrain for that river was stupidly shallow. In the models in the game, uh, if the if you had actually like sailed one up the river, you would have been like uh, holing yourself like every other uh, every other outdoor cell. Hmm. So the problem with this is that. Some of those resources from the Better Cities mod had changed over time, and the mod that I'm talking about, shipping on Nibbin, was never updated to take care of that. So I ended up uh, making patches for that, and apparently there's still some things that I do need to fix up with it in other areas of the mod. And I also actually contributed a patch for Better Cities itself, for another, for a sub mod of it mm-hmm. that hopefully will get merged in for its next release. Cool. I'm yeah. looking at some pictures of better mm-hmm. cities. Um, just that one sounds intriguing to me. Um, just the, the idea of fleshing everything out sounds now. Awesome. Now there is something. Now there's something else. Is it's really good mod, but there are some things that are questionable about it. Uh, the the few things that have voice acting, it's it doesn't really fit in with the rest of the game. And then uh, there's this there's this one city in 
Cyrodiil, which is the province of Tamriel where Oblivion happens, called Bravil. And it is, it is essentially a shithole. It is the cesspit of Cyrodiil where, like, everything is covered in crap and, and like, you do not want to swim in the water there sort of thing. And the Better Cities mod adds a couple of prostitutes in there. <laughs> and so, be, and being the sort of person that I am, my character went and hired the use of a prostitute to find out that, oh, he could have a threesome with two prostitutes for the for the cost of 100 gold. Now, usually and in so, Oblivion, hold, we call that buying mounts, but... Uh, no. <laughs> now, hold on, so, though. So you got 100... No. What was it, 100 gold, 100 to, get gold. A, to get a McGangbang? <laughs> yeah. But no, you then, don't. You, oh. know, you know what happens? What happens? Even if you have, like, actual Oblivion sex mods installed, you don't get to actually have sex with them. You don't even get to sleep with them. They make you go on the bed, and then you have this fucking acid dream about some dead king yes. and and some this is, sword or something that he ripped off a goddess. This sounds like the dragon scene in the Fate Stay Night anime. There's supposed to be a sex scene and instead he falls asleep and fights a dragon with a, a talking CG dragon. Okay, no, this, this, this was like, you know, it's like I like, I wasn't expecting like to actually <laughs> characters having sex in Oblivion because even even the sex mods for Oblivion are are pretty weak sauce in that regard. Yeah. I know from the original times that I've played Oblivion because yes, I was even more purient back then than I am today. <laughs> I'll I'll mention that I never bothered installing sex mods for Skyrim. Ah, yes, oh, okay. those, uh, not even a Skyrim job. No, not even a Skyrim job. But yeah, so the whole thing is like, if you hire prostitutes, even in a video game, you expect, you expect like there to be some kind of sexy times yeah. in game or in real life. You don't expect to like feel like you just dropped like half a entire gram of fucking acid <laughs> because like no like the video that it showed for for this dream right it's yeah. like everything's like going in and out and up and down and all wavy and shit <laughs> and like there's this king who's talking like this and there's this dark elf who's talking like this and it's like what the fuck am i playing what the fuck am i watching so it's barbarella sex Barbara. that <laughs> That's, that's what you're experiencing in. in oh, that. you're talking I, about. Well, like I the, wish. I mean, back back in her day, I would I would have tapped. No, she, <laughs> she has the pill. The thing. Yeah, she has the pill. She, I do I know what Carol is talking about. Oh, there's a. The, Okay, and Barbarella is a is a movie that exists just to see Jane Fonda like bang like the mountain man and then bang the angel and then this okay this yeah, is what and yeah, she's I know it, around the place it, it's, it's and she's a soft, banged it's, all over the there's place. There's her softcore debut. And then there's one there's one <laughs> dude in the movie where he's like, Oh, I want to do it in the future style. He's like yeah, they yeah. put on like a hat and yeah. take take some pills <laughs> and they're just going woo They're touching their hands. Yes. And his hair keeps standing up. Yes. <laughs> oh, that movie is so bad. It's That's so, so bad. Oh my God. <laughs> Boring as fuck, honestly. But. It's for so 
someone out there. Oh, <laughs> there's oh. someone who wants to see well, Jane Fonda crawling Serpent, Serpent said you play a visual novel within another video game. Speaking of that, okay. there actually is an Elder Scrolls visual novel. <laughs> I'm, I'm not talking like something fan-made. I mean Bethesda themselves put out a couple years ago for February 14 a <laughs> Elder Scrolls visual novel where you get to date like characters that they've created from out of the games. <laughs> okay. So do they have like AI and stuff or is it just scripted? I th I think it's just scripted. Is this it's not from like the younger scrolls? No, it's not from uh, Younger Scrolls. No, I said it's from it's from Bethesda itself. I'll have to put the link in the show notes. The, the Scrolls of Questionable Age. <laughs> All right, so we're talking about AI. We're talking about Elder Scrolls, and I want to I want to hit you with something. If we're going to be dating some of these NPCs, uh, we're going to need to pick them up. All right. Yeah, we yeah. need some sweet lines. AI and know? Carolyn's I reading my notes ahead. <laughs> She does what I'm going to. Yeah, yeah. And so, is what that I, how the show works? Am I, am I allowed to read ahead? You're allowed to read ahead, okay, Carolyn. Okay, good. Okay, we have uh, from Inside Hook a story about a GPT-3 variant which generates stand uh, pickup lines. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I just I just want to run these by maybe uh, our. Uh, uh, let's see. I could run it by you, Carolyn. Okay, I don't know. I'm okay. going to pick you up with some of these lines. Okay. Right, Are you ready so, for this? Yeah, and I'm Cold, ready. Cold Acid, uh, do you have the list in front of you? I have, yes, I have the list in front of me. I did write my own AI-generated <laughs> one. You well. wrote your own? All right. Yes, oh, keep that in great. reserve. I'm okay. going to try, like, okay. I'm going to try two or three, okay? And just, I, Carolyn's going to grade them, I think, is okay. what I want to I might also grade okay. them. Watch out. I might, catch, I might get the vapors. All right, here we go. Me, 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 me. I'm losing my voice from all the screaming your hotness is causing me to do. All right, all right. Out of out of five, how many stars? Oh, oh I zero. Okay. Okay. Pick it up. Okay. No, okay, cold ass is not going home with me. Uh, let's see. I got another one. Okay, okay. I'll tell tell you the grades for each one after you've done them. Okay, okay, okay. <clears throat> Here's try number two. Okay. Here we go. Hit reset. Load my save. Here we go. I love you. I don't care if you're a doggo in a trench coat. <laughs> Oh, that was a good one. All right. I have one more. Here we go. Last one. You have a lovely face. Can I put it on an air freshener? <laughs> I want to keep your smell close to me always. <laughs> Creepy, but intriguing. Oh, oh, wow. That's a, you know. Okay, wait. Uh, wait. I already created that one. Okay. Again, okay. finally, okay. cold acid. You've okay. got one. Okay. Cold yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to read a couple of these and then I'll then I'll read the one that I wrote. <laughs> oh, okay. Am I grading these ones? I'm going to grade yeah, these. Yeah, ones you should grade these ones too. Okay, I'm going to grade these ones. Make sure you're you're grading the uh, the play. <laughs> don't play the don't grade the player. Please, I can't. I don't know. What I'm saying fucking <laughs> Your eyes are like two rainbows and a rainbow of eyes. <laughs> I can't help but stare. <laughs> That's good. I like oh that. My a double rainbow. Double, ra double <laughs> rainbow. rainbow of eyes is very revelation. Oh, wow. That's amazing. I'm like ice cream. You can keep me in the freezer for a while, but then I melt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. 
Excellent, excellent. That's great. Picked okay. up some pretty flowers. Wanna smell them? <laughs> Here, try to take my hand off. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, jeez. It's, it's detachable. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Alright, and now for the, for the one that I wrote okay, when, like, you first told me that you were gonna have these, where did, okay. where are they in the notes? Okay. They are on the... Okay. So, so this is a homemade AI yes. pickup line, okay. Is that a dim in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> <laughs> My dual inline memory module remembers you in some way. Uh, okay, so I like the first one, Abel Kirby. I like the first okay, one, that was 3.5 out of 5. And what was that one? That was screaming. screaming. Your hotness is causing me to do. That's that's amazing. And then the second one was the dog if you're face. A dog, if Doggo in a trench coat. I don't care if you're like a dog, two dogs hiding in a trench coat pretending to be a man. I guess I'm picking up a man. I mean, I mean, I obviously gave that a five out of five. Um, Everyone loves doggos. Everyone loves doggos. And then the third one, I gave it a 4.7 out of five. Okay. okay. 4.7 out of 5. 4. We're getting 7. fractional here. Yeah. Yeah, this is professional grade. Well, I mean to begin with, I got it. Because they're out of 5, they're fractions. So we're getting we're getting like fractions of fractions. Oh, a fraction of a fraction. Yeah. Meta fractions. When you're dividing fractions, don't ask why. Flip the sucker and multiply. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> a little math tip on rear cutter. And the one cold ass, the first one you did 3.4 out of 5. The, the two rainbows and rainbow of eyes, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, what girl's not going to want to go with that? And then two, uh, 4.5 out of 5. I thought the second and that's the ice cream. Ice cream one, that's pretty Because <laughs> cool. girls love ice cream as Gr well. Girls love ice cream. And number three. <laughs> Just uh, love ice cream. <laughs> I got her some melted ice cream. <laughs> Bitches love ice Bitches cream. Bitches love ice cream. Bitches love walkies. All right. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Go on. Number three. Um, three out of five. Okay. Uh, uh, what was that one? That was that was the pretty flowers the detachable one. hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, that that was uh, that was pretty good. And then uh, number four, uh, four out of five. Ah, nice. Yeah, that that was. Yeah, cool. dim in your pocket. Dim, dim, dim in, in your pocket. pocket. And that was a homemade AI. <laughs> small, small badge. Small badge AI pickup line. Uh, okay. So there's actually like a whole uh, Twitter account uh, of these two that I saw in your notes. Tips AI. Oh, oh this was um, slightly different. Oh, well, we're on the AI. Oh sex. yeah, cosmopolitan sex tips, not pickup line. Yeah, these are uh, these are a Twitter account yeah. that's just doing AI generated sex tips in the style. <laughs> Of Cosmopolitan magazine. I like this pinned one. When you're done, put the dick back on your desk. <laughs> it's detachable. <laughs> if he's too young, get him to pee on the floor. <laughs> what the uh, fuck? Uh, this is back to questionable age. Yeah. <laughs> if he's really enjoying it, do a fifth. <laughs> of vodka? Do a fifth. I can do a fifth of vodka. Dare me to drive. Could you, oh my god, could you could you imagine like she's sucking you off and then she takes like a fifth of vodka and then keeps sucking you off? And like the vodka the vodka is like getting absorbed by the dickhead and like you're uh, getting you're getting drunk from a blowy. <laughs> 
fucking science, man. Science, man. Science. Oh. <laughs> I like this. I like this tip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna use this next time. It says, "Have a nice time with him." <laughs> That's there you good. Go. Thanks, AI. <laughs> Thanks, AI. Well, AI here's an, here's what. Your penis needs to be in a state that's pleasurable and pleasurable for you. <laughs> that's less a tip and more just like a truism for sex. <laughs> Don't you think? Uh, AI is uh, encouraging masturbation. Yes. And so that's that's all I know about that. Yeah. If your partner's face is completely covered, let him kiss and say something like, no, stop before he does. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is the red light, green light relationship. <laughs> red light. Be sure to get your partner's attention before you do anything wrong. <laughs> hey, honey, I'm about, I'm about to, to fall off the roof. <laughs> I'm about to do something wrong. <laughs> Watch your cornhole. <laughs> Oh, dear. What are we doing? <laughs> oh, my God. Here's another two great ones. Okay. Two more. Two, yeah. Last two. Last, last two. two. Last yeah. two. Those are pretty good. Get a pair of nipple clamps. <laughs> <laughs> and for the number one on here to me, drum roll, please. Get your butt up to the heavens. This is noise moving around. <laughs> I'm out of time. Right, got to move on. <laughs> After a segment like that, I've got to do a little celebratory gunfire. I hope you all don't mind. We're just going to let a couple rounds off. You know, it's, uh, it's going to be nice blowing and safe. Blowing some steam. We're blowing off some steam here. Okay, you ready? Here we go. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Oh, man. Let's see what we got for stories. Let me open up my notes again. We got a couple of things. We got some... um, Jeez, I don't even want to do the RNA pesticide story. That's too creepy for now. Um, We'll do that later. Um, um, How about we go to Germany? Let's go to Germany. Oh, yeah, Germany. Deutschland. Deutschland. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Yeah, listen to some Kraftwerk. It's like, oh, I I keep doing a roofing (laughs) over my house. (laughs) You should drop in. They put on Zeppelin and eat cheddar cheese. Oh, oh here's the half. Oh, dear. It's Deutschland. I can't my German voice. <laughs> Drive on the Autobahn. Drive on the Autobahn. <laughs> you can enjoy your cigarette on the Autobahn. On the Autobahn. <laughs> what was that part? You, you can make, you know, you can make like an entire, like, probably like an entire, like, Kraftwerk album just with like... <laughs> Just with like somebody saying on the autobahn. <laughs> that encounter on the autobahn. On the autobahn. <laughs> on the autobahn. It'd be like that song at the end of No Agenda where they say at the end of the day, except it'd be on the autobahn. <laughs> <laughs> We've got more stories on Rare Encounter. We do. On the on autobahn. The autobahn. <laughs> No, but this to... one's not on the autobahn. No, this no. is uh, this is on the uh, this is on the way to Auschwitz. Yes, this is the night of the plucked wings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the KFC uses Nazi program to promote fried chicken in Germany. Pogrom, <laughs> not program. Pro- prog- Pogrom. There we go. I'm reading too fast. It's a uh, Memorial Day for Kristallnacht. 
Treat yourself for a more tender cheese on your crispy chicken. Germany's KFC app said before apologizing. And uh, they're talking about the... You know, they, you know what? They stole that cheese from the Jews. Yeah, they, they, uh, they could have. KFC, man, that Kentucky guy <laughs> might have been a Nazi. I'm he just might saying. have been, yeah. I've been... <laughs> Let's see. We've got uh, it's a Memorial Day. Oh my uh, god! For Crystal Knot. All right. So Cole, is it, is where it do you want to take this one? Price on chicken. <laughs> uh, <laughs> where do Where do I want to take this one? Um, as low as we can go. The clicking is in the walls. <laughs> no, I don't know what I don't know where to go with this. This is just like someone did a really dumb tweet. And yeah, and then follow, followed up with an all caps uh, apology. <laughs> sorry, sorry, we made a mistake. But yes. uh, but as, aren't there uh, Memorial Day uh, you know sales on, at you know different, is, in different countries? This is not for, not for I'm just, not I'm just for curious. No, no, <laughs> no, not for not for a day not for a day memorializing when like. Nazis went and like smashed up uh, synagogues and Jewish-owned shops and businesses and stuff. Yeah, they just it's, broke all the. It's the night of the broken glass, right? Yeah, because they, they were like smashing yeah, all the windows bad, and everything. Yeah, like, yeah. a bunch of people died too. Yeah. It was pretty. Yeah, no, that's it, ugly. Yeah, no. Yeah, it, it, big big mistake by KFC on no, this. No, there there could be other days where they can have say happier, yeah. happier days um, when they could have sales. Yeah, just just so long as just so long as they don't have like a uh, an extra bucket special on like <laughs> on like the anniversary of the day that the final solution was approved. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh boy! Oh no! That's, we're that's we're, we're, commem we're commemorating the death warrant of all the Jews in Germany and occupied Europe with extra buckets of chicken. Oh God! Yeah. Could you imagine, like, forget forget them just being shamed. They would literally be run out of the country if, that, uh, if they yeah. made a fuck up like that. Yeah. yeah. So. Those chickens, man. <laughs> I like what Servo put in the chat. C -c 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 Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah. They <laughs> <laughs> serving fried chicken from the concentration coops. <laughs> we are so going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> find somewhere else but, to go. But what here. if what if, the, what if they didn't like chicken anyway? What if they're that that wasn't even their their thing? They're just vegetarians. Well, even if they even if it wasn't for Nazis, they're still German. You don't like chicken, then you'll get nothing. On the autobahn. On the autobahn. Uh, we've got, uh, I don't know, let's get cold asses What do you get cold? Take me to something happier take, than this. Yeah, take us All take right, us how, about, how about something we missed from last month? Did you know that there's a new version of Vocaloid out? No. Yeah, Vocaloid 6. And it was released October 13th. Is this by mm. Yamaha? Or this yeah, by Yamaha. Okay. Yeah, we totally missed it. Jeez, shit. Right? Vocaloid 6, The Revenge of Miku. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After Vocaloid 5, back to the hood. Yeah. <laughs> and, ne and next up, uh, Vocal Vocaloid 7, which will be uh, Miku's Revenge? Miku's Revenge. <laughs> no, no, not me. Where are the twins? The twins. Yeah. Uh, the twins, the double mint twins? 
No, the, the the Vocaloid twins. Oh, Lem and Len. Yeah. Lem and Len? Lem and... Lem, Lem and Lime? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Len's Revenge. Len and... What's the other one? Rocky 2 plus Rocky 5 equals Rocky 7. Adrian's Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, had to get a, I had to get that Simpson <clears throat> reference in. So <laughs> Serpent says, Vocaloid 7. How many pills do you think he was given? <laughs> Do you know um, that Hatsune Miku wasn't a Yamaha product? It was by Krypton? Yes, I know. Yeah, uh, just so we get things clear. The Vocaloid software is a technology that, that um, Yamaha has developed and put out, but some of those voice packs aren't actually made by Yamaha. They're made by third-party developers who can uh, put out their own. Yeah. And Krypton mm -hmm. is came up with a lot of these characters that are very popular, including Hatsune Miku, the most popular one. Have you heard of Hatsune Miku? <laughs> uh, I might have. <laughs> we can't play that whole commercial. I love it, but we can't play it. It's too long. Hello, everyone. Oh. I'm Scott, president <laughs> no. of Domino's Pizza. Have you heard of Hatsune Miku? Have you heard of Hatsune Miku? Of course, that's going in. It's an evergreen. Like, it it's going a, in the notes. It is an evergreen, for sure. No, I've been thinking about getting some Vocaloid jingles for, for us and maybe some other shows. I can think of a couple good little lines we could have for Sing. Um, Apparently, there is a free trial version of uh, Vocaloid 6. Yeah, let's see. In, how case you, in case you want to try producing some uh, Vocaloid music. Hmm, let's see. It looks like it's 225 to buy outright with four voice, with eight voices. And then... Huh, because they only show... On this uh, on this Yamaha news release, I see four of them here: Haruka, Akito, Sarah, and Alan. It says included voice bank is eight voices, huh. which is interesting. <clears throat> so, um, I would like to know how much the Hatsune Miku voice pack is by Krypton Y T O N. Let's see, maybe they have a website, Krypton.co. Oh, I see, I see it's what it is. So, so yeah. Eight voice banks because because they're chopping up the different uh, the chopping up the different uh, characters into different types. So Haruka is, comes in J-pop and anime. Akito comes in rock and idol. Yep. Alan comes in rap and hip hop, and Sarah comes in R and B and EDM. Yeah, Haruka is the only one I was it Haruka or was it no? It was Luca was the the first one that had some the full phonem set inside it. Yeah. Uh, and they put it in the inner name. Just yeah, it was Luca. Luca Megarine. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Megarine Luca. And yeah, there was a lot of stuff that was done where there is both English and Japanese lyrics in the songs, and it actually sounded good. Unlike when Miku was used originally for for doing like English words, it's it was just like really weird and choppy because the phonemes just weren't right. Yes, uh, I'm reading. The um, official Krypton statistics for, for Hatsune Miku, it says, who is Hatsune Miku? And it has, you know, over 100,000 released songs, so-and-so. And then it has a number of, the, you know, the critical stats for um, the product, and it has age 16, height 158 centimeters. <laughs> the only software that has a, has a weight of 42 kilograms. I don't know. They're, they're, I've seen I've seen plenty of fictional characters who have uh, who have weight, but they're not software though. Yeah, um, they're in software. These are these are like the software specs for the Hatsune Miku. <laughs> oh, this, this is like the this is right up there with. It's not the recommended tempo. It's her favorite tempo, 
is 70 to 150 BPM. Miku, <laughs> that's, that's a wide range. That's yeah, a that, wide range. That's a lot of music. That's um, a, a lot of, yeah, a lot of beats. A lot of beats. I'll, I'll drop this in the in the chat room. Uh, I I got wind of this uh, uh, pocket Miku uh, synthes uh, the that is um, Hatsin Miku. Uh, pocket Miku. Paku, pocket Miku. It, it's not something you put something else inside. It's no, a, no, it is not. <laughs> it's a different product. A different product. There's a couple of those exist, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the pocket Miku. Yeah, there's there's pocket Mikus. There's. Uh, there's, uh, what's her, what's her name? Um, Luca. <laughs> yeah, well, there, of course, uh, there's definitely, there's definitely, uh, pocket, uh, Ray, pocket, Asuka, uh, pocket, Murray. <laughs> yeah. A couple of those. Yeah. <laughs> and that's different from the vocal oil, because this is like a whole, like, you get a pack uh, for, for for her. Yeah, vocals. tell me tell me about this, Carolyn. What is this? Um, this is like an actual uh, device, um, where where you can record. Um, you can actually record your own voice, but you but um, it takes uh, Miku's uh, voice, and you can play like different tones, different. Um, uh, different uh, semitones. I like the I like the cover art on it. It's got a little speaker on the front. It's got yeah. some graphics with her sitting there. Yeah. It has is it's the little pen you play it with. Yes. Nice. Yeah. And it looks like you can actually plug in a, uh, a full size keyboard to yeah, it. Yeah, you can put a MIDI MIDI, uh, MIDI keyboard MIDI yeah. keyboard in there. No, it looks it looks like a US. Yeah, it has oh, USB. It's USB. Well, well it's I said USB they, have, they have MIDI over USB these days. Yeah, that's the normal way. They it's actually it's hard to find five pin MIDI. Uh, most everything uses USB MIDI if you buy new hardware. So yeah, it's something to think about. I think there, I think there are adapters though that you can get to to switch over to classic MIDI cables. Yeah, those are. I don't own any one of them. Oh wait, shit, I do. I have um, the the ones I have are actually kind of chunky. They're, it's like an external box. It's basically a USB. Well, yeah, I mean, a lot, a lot of them are built by retrocomputing hobbyists, right? Because they want they want to be able to use newer MIDI hardware with their Amigas and SDs. Mm -hmm. Oh, and in that that link I sent I sent on the chat, there is a, there is a video that demonstrates the device. Oh, so it has uh, so so it uh, is with some sound inside it. Yeah. Hold on, what's this from Servo Miku Stomp? There, there's a guitar pedal. An effects pedal for Miku. That's fun. <laughs> oh, that's what I clicked on. I clicked on the one Servo said. That's why I couldn't find it. All right, uh, Pocket Miku that sings. Here we go. Looking for the video. Here we go. Let's listen to okay. Pocket Miku. I think this is going to be a Okay, shut up. I ordered it for $75 okay, a few weeks up. ago. I just want to hear it play. I don't want you to hear it talk at all, man. Here we go. It's okay. pretty fun. It's kind of cool. It sounds like a singing Yeah, robot. shut up. It's what my <laughs> We want to hear Miku, not you. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Cool find, Carolyn. Yeah. Yeah. I've been looking for a Hatsune Miku Onoho, and I can't find one really fast. <laughs> well, they're out there. They're, they're, 
there's that kind of pocket Miku out there. I'm sure of it. <laughs> oh, I'm in ca- the Canada results. Maybe that's why I can't get it. Yeah, that's yeah, probably yeah, right. Try, try, try J-List USA, not I'm, J-List Canada. I use mm-hmm. a VPN, but it would kill the streams, though. <laughs> oh, man. Let's see. We've got uh, some celebration to do. Just real fast. Cool. Celebration. Yeah. Yep. I just had to let a few rounds off, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Understandable. For celebration. Yes. Um, We had some McDonald's stuff to discuss, this weird claymation. I don't know what to say. This was something you came up, uh, you mentioned for the show, Cold. Yeah. From it was Red Rex Bone at No Agenda Social, and it was just some screenshots of a, a dystopian hellscape wonderland for kids. And it has like claymation grimace with four arms back when he had four arms. Yeah. <laughs> Before it was all happy meals and smiles. McDonald's was an autocratic nightmare filled with miscreants, monsters, and nefarious figures of all sorts just waiting to steal from children. Even the goofy grimace was known as Evil Grimace, with extra arms to nab milkshakes. <laughs> that was my milkshake sound. Your milkshake sound was... That's, that's, that's kind of like my duck sound. It's very daffy. Very Donald. Yes. Yeah, very Donald. Donald. Yeah. Yeah. Daffy would be more like rabbit season. Rabbit season. <laughs> duck season. Fire. That's all I said. No, I don't know what to say. It's just uh, some wacky-looking McDonald's stuff. It has Grimace in it. That means it's worth a mention. But that's not the only McDonald's news you got. Uh, What was the other McDonald's news I had? Was this a previous episode? Yeah, uh, the uh, the tattooing. Oh, yeah, the McTattoo. The McTattoo, the the guy who got arrested for the uh, McTattoo. And the craziest thing about it is this wasn't in Florida. This was in <laughs> South Carolina, well, which isn't know. even near Florida. There's another state in between them. <laughs> well, you know, it's uh, I'm trying to bring this thing up. I didn't have it right in front of me. Um, you know, Myrtle Beach is kind of like Florida in that way. I'm just saying <laughs> it's a little it's a rough town. <laughs> uh, it's a. I can just imagine Justin Bieber partying there for some reason. Yeah, it just probably. seems like he'd hang out in Myrtle Beach. <laughs> we'll see. No, we had a McTattoo. Um, there was a, a woman at a drive-thru was looking in, and she noticed as she drove by, there was a guy tattooing a minor inside the dining room of McDonald's. I couldn't get a picture of the tattoo, unfortunately. Yeah. They didn't, yeah. They didn't, yeah. So this is the most disappointing part of the story. But we put the I put the link in. It's kind of funny, you know, McTattooing. Uh, is uh, of all the places to get a tattoo, a McDonald's uh, dining room. And then the guy was arrested because it's illegal to tattoo a minor. <laughs> yeah, never so. never mind never mind the fact that, like, uh, a fast food place is probably, like, the filthiest place you could get a tattoo. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even, even compared to, like, the uh, back alley tattoo shops. Yeah, I'm thinking if you can, you know, you can make a tattoo gun out of... Uh, like a wall, uh, hair clippers. There's all kinds of you, ways that you prison use hats. The, use the ketchup packets for doing the for doing the red ink. Mm. I could do them with a with. <laughs> you could do it with a pen. You know, you pop, 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 pop the pen in. Uh, they, there's all kinds of ways, and I was trying to think of what are the combination of things at McDonald's you would use you would put together to make a McTattoo gun. Like it sounds like you use a straw and. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess ketchup for the ink, but I don't know if that would stick. But, you know, the barbecue sauce has some artificial colors in it, too. Mm, so. Yeah, could use the barbecue sauce. Uh, 
The milkshakes. <laughs> milk. What would you use the milkshake for? For for the lighter colors. <laughs> or if you if you need, if you need a pink, right? If you need a pink, you mix some milkshake in the hot sauce, and there you go. Oh, what no. I do know about tattoos is uh, that that red is red is the one that fades the quickest. Oh, from, from oh so you I need know. to get so you need to keep going back for more. You still have to go back for more. Yeah, um, okay. if you're getting the color tattoos. Um, so this I, this I site, a... hold on, this site. There's something. Uh, woman cops to meet beating at Ohio Walmart, and it's not what you think. Oh my <laughs> She's gosh. Beating. She she assaulted somebody with a tube of ground beef. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Beating. This this website has everything. Uh, I had I had a couple of guesses of what the tattoo was, and both of them are unfinished tattoos. Well, yeah, I mean they arrested the guy while he was doing it. It had to have been a unfinished tattoo. There's no way this guy finished it. Um, so the first one is M O because I think this kid wanted um, you know tattoos that says mommy on it. <laughs> mommy mommy and uh the the other one i figure he's in a mcdonald's okay yeah and you know of course you're gonna put i heart mcrib um <laughs> it, could, it could he could have been going for billion served Billion served. Billion oh, served. you know, it's like a prison tattoo, yeah. right? You know, it's like I <laughs> 10 years served. This guy's billion served. Billion served. No, oh. it's, like, it's like, no, I'm, th I'm thinking like, I'm thinking like, I'm McDonald's disses. Billions been served. <laughs> Billions. So they got the I and then the heart. There's because there's an actual heart. And then the M and the lowercase C. So nobody knows if this is the McRib, McFlurry. Nobody knows. Big you know Maybe he maybe McFish. he just loves McFish. Maybe he just oh. loves MC. I mean, <laughs> it's Mr. Cool. Mr. Cool <laughs> MC. MC. <laughs> yeah, serpent. Serpent knows what I'm saying. Billions been served. <laughs> I heart McRib. I heart McRib. Yes. <laughs> What's, there's all kinds of mix. There's a McSalad. There's a McPizza. There used to be. There used to be. Yeah. There's yeah. a McEgg Mc, McMuffin. Yeah. That's got a lot of mix in it. Yeah, lots of mix in it. Because there really could have been oh, anything on that McMuffin, menu. It's just egg McMuffin. I thought. And, and I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, in in Germany, you can get McBeer. McBeer, yeah. <laughs> but you drink yeah, the McBeer. With your, with your, with your McSauerkraut. <laughs> and you drink it all yeah. on the Autobahn. On the Autobahn. <laughs> In Japan, you get McSushi. McSushi. <laughs> you eat with two fries. Very, very overcooked. <laughs> For one, for once, their stupidly skinny fries would be useful. <laughs> this is the McAutobahn. Fletcher, yeah, McSpaghetti, that's a thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. McSpaghetti. Yeah. Jeez, McDonald's. Get your McSpaghetti at the Italian McDonald's. <laughs> These guys, anything that you put Mick in front of, they'll put anything yeah. on the menu. They get... Cotton Gin says, here we get McCom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we need to make abortion. This is go not going the right way. <laughs> make haggis. None of this is good. No, it's and not. No. <laughs> shut up, get out. You shut up, get out. All right, so Manny legally tattoos child inside a McDonald's. Uh, the guy was 29 when he was arrested last year 
After, so it's, I guess it's an old story. After police were sent a video of a minor being tattooed inside a branch of the popular fast food chain. The uh, woman inside her car was shocked to see the inking taking place uh, as the minor sat at one of the dining tables and took out her phone to record. Well, better, better at the dining table than, like, at the order counter. <laughs> I mean, that would, that would really get in the way. The, the drive through is already backed up. Imagine somebody getting tattooed at the counter. Then the orders, would, the orders in the shop would be getting backed up, too. So I went and looked at McDonald's tattoos just as prep for this, and I did this a while ago, but there's some, like, some really wild stuff people get McDonald's tattooed, and the one that comes up over and over and over again is this one kid who got a receipt tattooed on his arm. What? So he has this dude got, and it's, um, I can't remember where it was. There's some place. Uh, I, I think it was. Um, you saw this? Yeah. Yeah. It was like, I think it was the Netherlands. Yeah. There was something like something, that. Was, yeah. And he had a uh, half ounce cola, a half liter cola. I'm sorry. A cheeseburger, a happy, a happy cheese. I don't know what that is. Extra fourth topping. We don't know what the fourth topping is. It's a mystery. Mystery toppings. And it's just the whole tattoo uh, is just the receipt from the order. And this comes up over and over. It pollutes all the results. I'm sure there's better Mick tattoos out there. but Yeah, like billions served. Billions served. <laughs> <laughs> now, do we want to go on with uh, <clears throat> goats or anime? Um... I want to go with, uh, let's go with anime. Making noise, moving around. This is, let's this do is, anime. Let's do anime. Yeah. Ooh. Do some anime? Yeah, I think I, I think I have something for that. Okay. All I need in life right now is a big city anime <laughs> bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so there's, there's a couple of screenshots. So I finally got around to start watching Akiba Made Sencho, and this shit is bananas. B A N A N A S. Yeah. Uh, let me let me play you the the start of the opening okay. for the show. I am waiting. For the so am I. Figure three. You actually numbered your figures. Wow. No, it does that automatically. Oh well. Oh. Yeah. Why are you paused? Stop being paused. <laughs> I know where. What? Hey, we hear it now. Hold on. Oh. I'll take a large McCum to go. God damn it. <laughs> I had it all seeked and everything. It's getting rainy down here. It yeah. is. Here we go. Oof. It's kind of Batman Beyondy. It does. It does sound like that. Just wait. It's about to go off the hook. Loading a loading a six shooter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah? Okay. Uh, executing somebody gangland style. Cool. <laughs> uh, there's Bram more guns. Maid's running. Uh, Maid with a gun. Maid's running. Maid shooting gun. Loads of money. Maid running. Fire in the kitchen. Firing a gun. Running. More guns. More shooting. I'm helping. <laughs> Not really, but okay. 
That's wonderful. Suddenly, hurry style dancing. Oh boy. <laughs> dancing anime's back. Is dancing anime back? It's not a dancing anime. Neither is Hari. <laughs> this is this, brought to you by uh, PA Works and Psy Games. By games. And yeah, the English title, Akiba Made War. And yeah, it is, despite being, despite being like in Akibara and all about like made, cafe maids, this is some serious gangland shit that goes on with like, just like murdering people in cold blood, uh, a protection money, exploding buildings. Well, that's not that gangland exploding entire building but but a building with an illegal casino full of uh full of maids who get taken off to uh to work the crab boats if they if they rack up a debt <laughs> what is this this is like deadly as catch shit they have to go work on the crab boats if they if they if they uh if they get too far into debt at the casino yeah they'll get dragged off and never seen again except by people on the crab boats with them Jeez. so and they and they have uh i see in the notes they have pig ears pig yes th this this is a uh, the main character and the other and the other like primary characters work at this pig themed maid cafe. <laughs> can I read the caption, please? Yes, yes, yes please All right, do. I'll read the. It says "Oinky moy, doinky moy, oinky doinky doink, oinky doink doink." <laughs> no, no, you need you need to you need need to hear how it is in the actual show because she. Well, you're the only one who can do that, Cold. Well, then I have to reopen MPCHC. Why? I, I mean, do it. <laughs> I did it with my mouth. Why don't you do it with yours? <laughs> Lude. Oinky mo, oinky mo, oinky doink, doink. <laughs> All right, uh, let's stop that one. <laughs> Hold on, where is it? I'm, I'm seeking for it because uh, in Texas you can order McGuns. Yes, Fletcher. <laughs> Uh, I am one who believes that you should be able to buy drugs, guns, and alcohol from a drive-through window and use them all before you get home. <laughs> okay, here we go. Moi, moi. <laughs> Please join me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Listen, you gotta pump things up a notch. But I was super pumped. More like. What's that now? Tom, moe, toko, moe. You embarrassed? No. <laughs> yeah, like it's like deadpan, and yeah, she, she, that one there, she is the cold-blooded killer. <laughs> like no, like at one, like she, she has kind of like a habit of you know like just murdering people, whipping, whipping out a pistol and busting a cap in somebody's brain. Forget their ass. She like fucking just. Headshots the motherfuckers. Jeez. Without breaking a sweat or anything, without even changing the expression on her face. <laughs> this bitch is cold as ice. Jeez. <laughs> and then you had some uh, you had some pictures in your notes yep. that uh, that I'm I gonna, grabbed. I'm only gonna talk about let's see, apple seed. I'll talk, uh, talk about yeah. No, I'm talking about Appleseed. That's it. Yeah. Well, they're both they're both horrible 3D, not real I'm, anime. I'm only doing Appleseed. 
Um, the uh, movie that I ended up watching was this crappy movie, which I believe Carolyn has seen, and she wanted me to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's the 2004 3D anime movie, uh, Appleseed. Yes, not not the not the not the original, the original one from like much earlier. No, the one that makes Ruby look good. <laughs> uh, did, you, did you see the caption that I put for the photo there? I do. Yeah. yeah. Apple seed shit. Shit. Obvious, Obvious 3D with low quality cell shading. Lit. Big anime tees. <laughs> There's only so much my banana can take. Well, we had a couple things. I just had a couple notes on this. So I took some some screenshots when I watched it. The, the story actually wasn't that bad. It was interesting. Um, it was... I could see why people would get bored to death and wouldn't like the movie. <laughs> I, under, I understand the criticisms. Um, also, like the weird, um, <laughs> like the early, um, all I can think of is like Grand Theft Auto or something like early video game face where everyone just has like a resting face all the time. Yes, it does yeah. have that. Unexpressive face. Yes. Kind of got to me. Um, uh, but there, there's, I think there, that's just a lot of Mamoru Oshii's work is like that. I mean, have you, you must have seen Ghost in the Shell and its sequel. I've seen those, but they had some soul and this one was not, <laughs> this one was kind of a little out there. So, well, the thing is, he, same, same creator. He did Appleseed as well. They had yeah. the transhuman yeah. stuff was going on. You can see some of that, you know, it, it did remind me of Ghost in the Shell. In fact, some of the scenes... One of the scenes I remember thinking was Ghost in the Shell because it was from a clip um, where um, I think he's jumping off a building or something like that. For some reason, I thought that was oh, Ghost in the yeah. Shell. Yeah. Um, they oh, yeah. Had... Wait, I, I have things a little little screwed up. It's not Oshi who was behind Ghost in the Shell other than the other than the film. Uh, yeah, the manga is someone else, yeah, the if manga. I remember right. But the, the characters were a little flat. I mean, they had... The the story about they they had a whole secondary uh, branch of human evolution, which is being completely controlled by a supercomputer. Basically, this computer is being governed by like these seven guys on beanbags who just pull up on everyone. <laughs> like they they're on these flying okay, beanbags. <laughs> okay, that is actually weirder than. Uh than where Japan is run by a computer that is actually controlled by a bunch of disembodied brains. Well, th what they've what they've done you is know what, uh, you know what show that is, right? Japan is no, not off no. the top. I mean, I uh, get the reference. The uh, Psychopath. Oh, I didn't watch that. Oh, ah. you should have. No, they had a couple interesting things. They have a minor character, like a guy who shows up in the background who looked just like Dennis Leary. Yeah, he did. And he acts like Dennis Leary. <laughs> So they have the anime Dennis Leary. Yeah, they yes, they do. Yeah, yeah. Um, so shout two, out to him. Two more things. Uh, uh, main girl uh, was voiced by Hilary Hag. Uh, fan, I'm a fan of her work. She was in Ghost <laughs> Stories um, and a couple other places. All I can think of is she played a role in Ghost Stories, and I always whatever. Uh, Whenever I hear her in any other role, it's hard to take her seriously because all I can hear is the girl from Ghost Stories, like doing that stupid. Uh, she would just riff on everything. Like, oh man! If only you had your full soundboard with you. Yeah, today. I don't have the full soundboard here. Um, the other character, there was a character in there who sounds just like Dad from Ship Poster Club. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> nice. Uh, if you listen to the Ship Poster Club anime uh, podcast, then uh, you can hear what he sounds like. And this 
this robot dude who's a dude who died. He came back to life as a robot. He sounds like, uh, he sounds like that. That's my entire review. That's all I have. <laughs> oh, their car looks really retarded. Yes, they have a pink car. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, scrolling through. It's floating. It's floating. And the it's car got... is floating. <laughs> and the uh, fuck? They did have a sad scene in the middle. I, I was uh, impressed that they could pull that off. The sad scene. Well, yeah, you know, because to get one of those, you have to be emotionally invested. And they did it well enough. I'm hearing all window sounds. Yeah, I, I should have unplugged it for trying to do that. New hardware added. New hardware. No, phone. no, trying to trying to open KeyPass because <laughs> Key I'm not logged. I'm not logged into your NAS from here, so I can't look at all the other pictures right now. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, so sad for me. Bad, so sad. <laughs> 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 Masamune Shirao. He's the guy who is behind. Appleseed and Ghost in the Shell and a few others. Uh, Dominion, Ghost in the Shell, Appleseed, uh, Black Magic. Mm -hmm. Do you want to do? Um, you know, you mentioned you mentioned Black Dad. Magic. You yeah. mentioned Dad, so maybe it's time to do the podcast rundown. Yeah, um, there was no grumpy old Ben's today, as far as I could tell, but I did see an angry tech news come out. It came across the uh, the wire. Um, I didn't get to listen to it yet. I just saw it pop on. Uh, I believe that one was recorded live on the No Agenda stream, if I if I understand properly. Um, the other podcast, let's see, Hog Story had Carolyn. What was your episode? You just uh, did one, episode right? Episode three twenty seven, and um, it was called American Legs. Uh, and this is probably the first episode that uh, I had to I had to uh, leave early. Four, but so uh, Fletcher he had um, taken over for the rest of the show. He took some calls, had some fun, and uh, that's making noise, moving around. Yeah, yeah, you know it, right? Exactly. So uh, it was a lot of fun. So check out uh, uh, episode three twenty seven of Hog Story. Um, yeah, I sadly missed that one because because we you late. said it, you said at like eight o'clock. Oh, it looks like we're not happening. I was yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm going back to. Uh, Trying to fix these Oblivion mods. Oh, yeah. Which I then did for the next five fucking hours. And then and then an hour later, we hopped on. Maybe maybe an hour and a half after. And then we did the show. So it was a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Behind the Schemes had episode 127 called Finnegan's Woke. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <a funny. laughs> I thought that was funny, too. And uh, that's a, a riff on Finnegan's Wake, I think. Yeah, well, uh, yeah it's inc definitely. incomprehensible. I tried to read that. Have you ever read that, Cold? No, I haven't. I I, I heard about his reputation and I avoided <laughs> James it. Joyce. <laughs> yeah, same with Ulysses. I tried to read. Um, I got through some of the Dubliners, which was what he wrote. I it was I don't know when in sequence where it was, but it was another uh, James Joyce novel that had some interesting stuff where he's talking about. He's riffing on Protestants who converted to Catholicism just for the benefits. And they... What are what are the benefits of Catholicism? I mean, other than, like, uh, they, the, the dope, like, designs in the churches and stuff. Because you <laughs> which get... Is, which is far more doper, I must say, in Orthodox churches. It, you want bling in the church? <laughs> Go Orthodox, motherfuckers. It was, it was uh, for... Uh, for uh, the dole because they could get on and get uh support because there's no food 
because it was in a dark time in the Irish. Oh, it's ah uh, yes, Ireland. There, Ireland, yes, it there would, would actually be an advantage to be Catholic. And so they they had a little phrase for it, which I'd never heard before. They're calling them all um, swaddlers. The swaddlers are here. That guy's a swaddler. I saw him. We're going to go kick his ass. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then they also, they had a, like, there's a story in the Dubliners where he's like, oh, yeah, we were hanging out. We we all went into Dublin and we hung out on the docks and watched an old man jack off. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens to the Dubliners. Go read it, guys. <laughs> yeah, if, if you're interested in old men jerking off on the dock, Go read the Dubliners. <laughs> Go read. You that know, is that is such a uh, such a stunning uh, visual. Yeah, James Joyce. Could no, really I was, write I was a thinking. Myth. I was thinking. What's the what's the word when you're like promoting something or you're saying like something's good? Oh, that's my blurb. No, you like accolades. Such stunning accolades. <laughs> no, that guy was out on the dock. Making noise, moving around. That's what he was doing. We had episode two hundred seven of Bowl After Bowl, which was. Hell Hair Man. <laughs> hell Hair Man. Hell Hair Man. <laughs> man, that's Hell Hair. Oh, you know, you know what's hell? You know what's really hell? What? Going into the shops these days. They're already playing all the Christmas music. <gasps> Christmas yeah. music. It's not even Thanksgiving. I know, yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. They should wait at least until until after Black Friday, I think. Yeah, and yeah. we're in Canada, we're celebrating Black yeah. Friday. Yeah, well, by all shit, deals. you know what? You go. Mm, you go into you go into the stores on November first, mm -hmm. and they're already putting the Christmas stuff out too, right? I think that's so rude. They shouldn't do that. At, at Dollarama, they do that even before <sighs> Halloween. <sighs> they're they're always like two holidays ahead with the with the cheap crap. Jeez, we haven't even honored anybody for Remembrance Day by then. Mm -hmm. I mean, we only started November first. Mm. Yeah. It, it's tor it's terrible. Yeah. Not torrible, no, terrible. Terrible. Anyway, I, I shouldn't have interrupted. I got one more. One more here. We got episode 92 of Dad's Anime Podcast. As I, I mentioned earlier, this is Full Metal's best anime list, part five. Fediverse chat at the end. Now, Full Metal, that's a, that's one crazy disconnected franchise. You, I mean, you start with Full Metal Jacket, you go on to Full Metal Panic, then Full Metal Alchemist, right? Yeah, and now we get this guy, Full Metal, who's the, uh, oh, I, I guess is, I uh, kind of like the performance art <laughs> take on the show, you know? Yeah. Uh, that's great. No, he's the, uh, the third guy with Cool Boy Mew and Dad, uh, who I... Forgot his name some time ago. I uh, couldn't remember that. But um, and am I forgetting anyone else for the anime rundown? I think that's all I have. Yeah. That's all you're going to hear about. Yeah, that's all I have in front Dad's of Dad's anime podcast is great, especially if you like listening to middle-aged American men talk to French Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's always a treat. No, what one of, one of these one of these days? Like I think it, I think it would be pretty neat to. To be able to hang out with Cool Boy Mew, Sir Matthew, and Reese. Oh yeah, yeah. But then uh, they're they're all they'd be all like being like, uh, that fucking uh, <laughs> that fucking English, uh, <laughs> like. And, but they're saying it in French, so it's like, oh, you sounds cool. <laughs> it sounds cool. <laughs> you probably learned enough French to to know what they're saying. Well, I'll, I I probably understand every third word. I do yeah, I do know yeah. my sakras. <laughs> <laughs> Tabernacle. <laughs> Tabernacle. 
That's what, what you need to know. Yeah, really. It, it's the most it's the most important thing about uh, Quebecois and, French. Yeah, and mm-hmm. how to say where where's where's the bathroom in uh, Quebec City? That's really important. <laughs> I know, do you know how I say where's the bathroom in Quebec City? H- how do you say it? <laughs> hey, where's the bathroom? <laughs> That's how I say. It. <laughs> okay. Yeah, where? you'll probably get. You'll probably they'll probably tell you where to go. Hey, Frenchie. <laughs> Where's the job? I gotta take a real big dump. <laughs> Let me use your toilet or I'll piss on the building, Frenchie. That's right. <laughs> they're like, ah, fucking English. Yeah. You want me to shit at this gas pump? <laughs> I mean, they probably get the message at that point. I mean, yeah. they should. <laughs> Well, I think we got time. Like we could do. We're going a little long today, but that's okay. We got a yeah. special show today. We missed the last episode. We'll go a little long. Uh, we got a couple things to talk about. I mean, we've got some some weird agriculture going on. We've got some weird horticulture going on. Um, it's very strange. I mean, do you want to talk about these bizarre uh, sheep? I, the sheep aren't bizarre. It's the goats that are bizarre. Oh, the goats. There you yeah. go. Oh, they're goats. Oh, I see that. Yeah. Well, no, just the one is a goat. Ah, and the rest of them are the sheep. The rest of them are sheep. <laughs> so back in the back in the old days, there used to be these the Judas sheep is what they called them. And what they what they do, like every every uh, every like place where every slaughterhouse would have them, because cow cows you can pretty much just force up the ramp. When, once they're once they're on the ramp to get up to the top of the slaughterhouse to drop down, right? <laughs> I mean, it's just like if you're behind them, go shoo shoo. They just keep going in the in the direction they're already in. Mm-hmm. Uh, sheep are not that way. They will turn around. They will start wandering. But if there is a goat around, they'll be like, "Oh, this goat's cool. He know he's know what to do." And they'll follow. They'll follow the goat. Yeah. And so what they would do at the slaughterhouses is they would train the goat to lead the sheep up to the top and then come back through a different gate so that the sheep would be trapped where they'd be dropped from. And they would do this with cigarettes. They would feed cigarettes to the goat, get it addicted <laughs> to nicotine. And they're called Judas goats because they were, they were leading they were leading the sheep to slaughter, right? Yes, they were yes. like a, tra- a traitor to their, to their like, uh, animal family, but it's just the sheep sees the goat. And they just, oh yeah, this guy's cool. I'll do whatever that goat does. I'm just gonna do. Yeah. <laughs> so it was uh, it was pretty neat reading this article about it. And yeah, so sheep sheep are a pain in the ass because of that. But you have a Judas goat, and you can lead them to the slaughter. But uh, sheep aren't bitches. No, no, they're they're bleeders. They're bleeders. Yeah. They're just <laughs> they're bleeders. They're bleeders. <laughs> <laughs> you. But then I this also like I learned like how they used to do uh, the slaughterhouse operations. So you would actually it would be like from top to bottom. You had to lead you had to lead the animals being slaughtered up to the top mm-hmm. of the of the slaughterhouse building, and then they'd be dropped level to level. 
for processing until at the very bottom you've just got like the the bony carcass and anything that's getting thrown out. Mm -hmm. So at each level it'd be like you'd have you'd have these slaughterhouse people they they kill it and then the next they'd skin it and everything or bleed it right it's like all the a way filter down. it's like a big filter it's, a, it's like a vertical assembly line yeah. for murder <laughs> <laughs> so what happens to the goat because i because i know people eat goat what are are these the non-cigarette addicted goats that that become food or how do they get? Yeah, they, the one, they get the them? one, the ones that were that were turned into the Judas goats who like lead lead the sheep to slaughter. Yeah, they would not get slaughtered. Yeah, they so were they were too valuable to slaughter. Even if, even if it wasn't for like them having like bodies full of tar and nicotine, <laughs> <laughs> because because it took effort it took effort to train them and of get course. them addicted and everything. Yeah, and so yeah. if if the goat got loose somehow. Mm. Like, pretty much the entire operation would shut down because all hands would be sent out to find and recover the Judas goat. All hands on goat! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so so if, the, if the goat was smoking like a communist, uh, they would not be the Judas ghost, and the uh, goat, goat. They, would, uh, they, would have to be they would have to be murdered, I'm sure. I mean, it, the goat was smoking? <laughs> If the goat was smoking yeah, communists? Yeah, no, no, it was smoking like a communist. <laughs> you know? It wasn't smoking like uh, they didn't. They didn't smoke well. You know, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, they didn't if, know what they yeah, were doing. A communist you know? Judas goat. There probably wouldn't be enough uh, tobacco in the cigarette to addict it. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> <laughs> you know. You know. You know what would happen if uh, if the if Saudi Arabia. Uh, adopted Soviet communism. What would happen? For five years, nothing would be different. Then there'd be a shortage of sand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we just got this going on. Oh, we got this going on. I like it. <laughs> just celebrate. Celebrate. So yeah, it's a, it's an interesting read. And I like this. I'm, it, I'm, I've learned a yeah, lot about it's, goats. It's definitely something. It's definitely something to read. Uh, I found it very interesting. I'm. Like I've just I've just like breezed over. I've given you like the fifty thousand foot view of the article, but there's a lot more detail in there and a picture of John F. Kennedy on a horse checking out a slaughterhouse. <laughs> oh my gosh. I think we've got the Judas I've got some audio here of the Judas goat uh, smoking communists. <laughs> there we go. Hold on, hold That's on. What happened. No, there's there's more to it. There's more to it. There's more there's more gunfire. There is good. Yeah, yeah right here. And <laughs> oh, you see the it. goat. The goat. The goat's like going Rambo, is firing off the machine gun and screaming at the same time. Born to bleat. Born to bleat. Yeah. Born to bleat. <laughs> World is a fuck. <laughs> Over one million seven hundred forty-five dead, dead sheep. sheep. <laughs> 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 yes, indeed. Mm -hmm. Hey, I did something weird in GIMP. Yeah. I, I, I saved a photo. <laughs> I, thought, I you, discovered you did a feature. something weird in the GIMP. Oh, my. <laughs> now, this the GIMP was asking for it. It was on the menu. Okay. <laughs> this, this is a feature which I did not know existed. And I'm sure it's uh, very useful to certain software developers. But certain I had software a, developers back in the eighties. Well, perhaps this is this is in modern times. This is in the current version of GIMP. 
you can export an image as C code. Yep. <laughs> and it's fantastic. So what you can do is I actually was playing around with the Rare Encounter logo. I was looking for some, uh, I opened it up. I was seeing if I could export it for Photoshop. And they're like, what has to, what are the different file formats that GIMP supports? And I noticed one of them was C code. And you can actually export a .c file that has a um, static const struct that's inside it with um, the width and the height of the, the image, the number of bytes per pixel, and a number of other things. And then it actually has encoded all at... <laughs> in a very inefficient way, I should add, all of the uh, bytes for the image, if you were going to describe it as a bitmap, sort of defined as a const in, in C. So basically you could in, run a C program and have this in memory uh, right at the start. You know, basically define yeah. it in it's hardware instead like, of a file. It's like XPix map format, I think. Yeah, where they just... Well, I just see the dash, the slash X. I'm sorry, the slash... Um, Da, 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 da. We're, we're, it's just an escape character ex for every well, single code and then the value for that byte. Well, yeah, I so mean... So it's like 21020 is the, is the RGB value of the first pixel, I think, is on the bottom left if I read the array right. But, <clears throat> you know, it's just very interesting. I had no idea that would be a function. As soon as I saw it, I said, oh, shit, of course I would want that. I, 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 maybe I would want that. Of course, somebody would want that. Yeah. And uh, it was... Just a fun little tip. In GIMP, you can export an image as C code. <laughs> so if any if anybody needs the Rare Encounter logo to embed in code rather than a resource in their executables, now they know what to do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, could probably do another story. I, I like got yeah, we, we've I got, like a, we've got a couple more. Uh, what Iron, is it, Carolyn? Iron Age Civilization. Oh, the... That, that um oh yes this is a neat this is a neat story that looks neat yeah <laughs> so hear about this yeah so this this was uh this was back in the early <laughs> 70s yeah i just looked so, at the picture i know what this is yeah <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. this, Go this ahead. wasn't done this wasn't done as like you know how these people will try and fake things to like flip history on its head or anything no this was an actual art exhibit where an artist went and created all these things to to make an exhibition. And it was like, obviously, yes, this civilization never existed. But if it did, this is how it would be exhibited <laughs> sort of thing. And yeah, he did stuff. He did stuff like make a uh, fake oil container out of an orange juicer. In fact, uh, quite a few of the uh, quite a few of the supposed artifacts are oil containers that were made out of other things like <laughs> out of a ivory dish soap bottle <laughs> it's uh yeah so quite a few interesting pictures and yeah saying like he was before doing this the the artist uh what's his name something daily uh hmm <clears throat> Norman Daly, Cornell Professor of Art. Cornell Professor of Art. Cornell. Before he before he passed away. Yep. He start he was making paintings and reliefs influenced by like prehistoric and native art. And then for he he was going to do this exhibition. He did this exhibition uh in 72 at the Museum of Art at Cornell University. 
So he put he created these different uh, objects, about 150 of them or so, right? And made them made them look like they were old ancient things out of like modern stuff. Yeah. And put and put on like a put on exhibition of these things uh, in the style of like these museum exhibits of ancient civilizations. <laughs> Did he have a Pennzoil oil container? <laughs> he might have. <laughs> Just cover up the the branding and. You hide the barcode. Hide the barcode, <laughs> rust it up a little bit. You say, you know, you just get, you get a pen and you write, you cross out, you know, uh, you <laughs> used by July 1st, uh, 2009. And you cross that out and you write uh, 2009 BC. <laughs> and then you're done. And then you're yeah. done. <laughs> so, well, people, people would go into, go into this exhibit knowing that like, it's not a real civilization. The work done in just staging everything was like making reality and fiction blend in the minds of the people going through okay. it. Okay, you did not tell me he turned this ivory dish soap bottle into a sexy lady. It's still it's a supposed <laughs> oil container, but in the shape of a sexy lady. It is a, you oh, with a with no. a bit with a really big upside down uh, pussy lips. Yeah, this lady, this sexy lady, looks like was it Gork? <laughs> It looks was, like a fertility statue. It does. It, yeah, it does. That's what I thought originally. And then it said oil <laughs> container. To bring much fertility. <laughs> that's exciting. No, it looks like the robot from the day the earth stood still. That's Maybe it's the girlfriend. The it's girlfriend of the, of the robot. Girls, It's Gork's girlfriend, guys. <laughs> yeah, Gort. This, Gort, not Gork. Gork. Yeah, Gort. Gort. Oh, it doesn't but he, look like he had been working. He'd been working on these things for for several years before the exhibit went on. Exhibition happened. Serpent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think they think that's a title. It's <laughs> a possible title. Oh, God. Yeah, the civilization of Lyros is oh, what it was called. A very neat sort of thing that uh, you know. Some, sometimes, sometimes these artists. Can actually can actually do neat stuff instead of like leftist bullshit. Yeah, it says the trick is to be a classicist like this fellow was, rather than a modernist or postmodernist artist. Classicist, classicist, classicist. Yes, <laughs> I I knew I knew there's some way of pronouncing it mm. that would make sense, but you know me, I am I. I miss my pronunciation sometimes. You know, Cold, when you're not here, I miss your pronunciations too. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> All right, have we arrived? Do we have more to do? There's, there, I've got another. I've got another story if we want it. Uh, more, me, more history stuff. Give me the preview. Let's see if it's good. A uh, a piece a piece of bronze inscribed with letters. In uh, proto-Basque words. And uh, I'm looking at the photo. This is a prehistoric hand job is what I'm calling. <laughs> yeah. you, you can call it that. I, I think the Basque might be the Basque might not be appreciative of it. Okay. But yeah, apparent, apparently it is uh, it is like turning some ideas that uh, that we've had in the modern age about the Vasconas, the uh, an Iron Age tribe that eventually became who we know today as the Basques of uh, 
of like north northeast Spain and southwest France, right? Along the coast there. Uh that they were originally believed or not originally, but they were largely viewed as an illiterate society uh, in more modern ages, but it turns out that, uh, no, they probably were just as literate as anyone else in the area, such as the Romans at that time. Hmm. Was there, a, is this the um, Catalonian guys in the north, when you say north East Spain is that that region Basque country Basque country yeah that I, I and I'm not familiar with the geography of Spain very well I kind of know where Barcelona is that's about <laughs> I don't know Portugal's hanging off the edge of it but that's all <laughs> yeah I really know. Um, no this is this is more towards the the shared border with uh, France because there are also French Basques but they have they have mostly been assimilated since uh, since the Republic days began. Yeah, they had a big party where they got everyone together and they just threw a big basketball. <laughs> yeah, no. Fran France used to be used to be like used to be like England where you went like five miles down the road and the way people sounded was completely different. Mm -hmm. And England is still England is still like that. You've got like a lot of these little regional micro dialects and the accents change uh, as quickly as you can walk, mm -hmm. right? And it used to be like that in France. And in fact, there were there were multiple different languages that were all called French, but were were like fairly different to the point where somebody from one part of the country, like somebody in Paris, mm -hmm. could go down to could go down to Lyon and they wouldn't understand any of the common folk there, only those who were actually like, ed well, educated, because then you could at least speak like French inflected Latin with them. And the thing is, this was not something that anybody really cared about during the, uh, during the, uh, like the ancient regime, right? But when the Republic started, they decided, no, everybody's got to, everybody's got to speak the same sort of French and everything. And, so from so from like the late 1700s onwards, and it really picked up actually during the uh, Third Republic. So like the uh, late 1800s through to the 1940s, that like you had to speak Parisian French and anything else doesn't count. And like they they would like physically punish kids who would speak their own local dialect in school and things like that. Right. It, they destroyed the French. Actually, destroyed a lot of their old culture. Yeah. Because of the because of these sort of ideas. Yeah. Here me, in Canada, me, we we hold on to the same the like the old old French. Yeah. Yeah. Here in Canada, though, we've done we've done worse things uh, than the French did to themselves because yeah. because yeah. we were doing it to other people. Of course. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The the French the French, well they did send like their missionaries out to the natives and stuff. They didn't they didn't force they didn't force like the sort of like reserve living that mm -hmm. uh, that the British and Canadian governments did. There's nothing like the residential schools like they're like there were of course like parochial schools that were run by 
churches in different in different areas, right? But mm -hmm. it's like you can send your kids here if you want, and it you don't have to if you don't want to. But like from from like the English taking over to and through and since like Confederation, like we've just like abused the fuck out of out of the actual natives. And so a lot of the things where I'm seeing like they're like holding up train lines and things like some sometimes it's like I don't really like that they're doing that. But at the same time, it's like, well, at least at least they are standing up for themselves and deciding like enough's enough. And they're they're doing what they can to hold on to their cultures instead of just, you know, melting into like the uh, the Western European hegemony that we've got going on. Because mm -hmm. I, I mean, like, oh, don't get me wrong. There, there are there are better and worse cultures out there. Yeah. But uh, but at the same time, it's not. We shouldn't be forcing our way of life on others to the point and to the point that like we're force we're forcing them into like lifestyles that they're just absolutely unsuited for to the point where they they become wrecks of people or worse right i mean i'm i'm the sort of person i'm like me me i do what's good for me right and i don't do what's bad to somebody else just for just for me right like you know the sort of my rights end where your rights begin sort of thing mm -hmm. right and and i think that should be applied like not just individual but at a cultural level and that's just not whatever has happened in North America since the uh, English were taking over everything, mm -hmm. and the and the Spanish for that for that regard. Although they were they were much better about that in in Mexico than they were in South America. Yeah, and uh, actually, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm getting too political. Well, no, it's fine. It's, yeah. Have we arrived? I, th I think that's I think a good so. a good way to uh, to punctuate the yeah. end of the show. Yeah, yeah. I think so. No. Anyway, ancient artifacts, cool. Uh, fucking people's civilizations up because you think yours is better is bad. Well, I think that is a good uh, full stop for the show. Yes. Indeed. <clears throat> well, until next time, right on the Rare Encounter program, I've been Abel Kirby. I've been Cold Acid. And special guest? I'm, I'm Carolyn. <laughs> Stay fruity, boys. <laughs> Adios! I had a good woman. But she lay down, honey, and died. Oh, I had a good woman. But she lay down and died. Don't you know everybody tell me she wasn't satisfied?